When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. No, 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 one. no one. No one gives you fatties like Skippy and Bish. Show me the mic. Let's get it rolling. BetQL Picking Fatties. What's up? Welcome to BetQL Picking Fatties. Happy 2023. It's New Year's morning on 2023, 10.30 a.m. East Coast time. It's Bish and Skippy, and let's get right into it. Those semifinal games last night were unbelievable. Um, the totals in those games were in the mid to high 50s, and you get 96 and 83 points. It just, it's the best it's the best day of semifinals we've ever seen. Um, and it's another reason why college football is the best sport. Uh, the energy, um, the side stories, and the, the overall performance of certain players is just off the charts. And we can start with the TCU-Michigan game, which started at 4 o'clock. I was at a buddy's house. And everyone had cash on the game. Everybody. Of course, I had Michigan and Georgia in the money line parlay. So I was rooting for Michigan. Uh, another guy had TCU on the money line. So, you know, obviously he was doing well. But 69 points scored in the second half of that game. And again, it comes down to what? J.J. McCarthy. And we talked about it before this, the, the, uh, <clears throat> the game started. McCarthy just makes too many critical mistakes like he did against TCU, giving them 14 points. And I thought Harbaugh, you know, if you look at those two games, so on the one side, if you're like the Ohio State game, crazy good game. Oh, incredible. I mean, it's a heart-wrenching loss if you're Ohio State. Yeah, you can't believe what happened in that game if you're an Ohio State fan. You just can't right. believe it. And, right, and, and you played well, but again, and you and I will get into that game next, but to me, you know, again, Ryan Day is just not the guy. He's going to get him. He's just not going to get him over the top. You you just can't play much better than what Ohio State did on offense, and there was just a few, to me, coaching mistakes. But that's to say, in the first game, when you're Michigan and you watch this film and you're Harbaugh, you're going to look back at this and you are going to want to take a nail and hammer it right into your forehead because you outplayed them in so many ways and so many times, you know what I'm saying? And it's just, Mm -hmm. it was, it was like six big plays for TCU. And for whatever reason, the offensive coordinator and the Michigan team couldn't figure out, let me just, let me get some yards running. Let's put, when you put your fate in the hands of McCarthy, like like if you had told me before the game, here's the deal. Doesn't matter. I'm not going to tell you the score, but 
JJ McCarthy is going to be the center point of this. He's going to be, he's going to be right. He's going to be like the Tom Brady of this game. And you're going to need him over and over to win the game. And if you had said, okay, what are you going to do? Give me TCU on the money line in that spot. That's what I would say, because nobody could have pictured. You just couldn't have even thought that this is how that was going to go. And the blunders that Jim Harbaugh made, even at the end of the game, his father, they showed him in stand. They're like, what is he? He waited till there was one minute to take his first time out. I didn't understand that either. He, and he's why, been bad with that. He's been bad with timeouts all year. But yeah, and, go ahead. Why at the end when you know what TCU's – I never understand this with coaches. You just take it – you're going to lose anyway, and they did lose. Why at the end when you know what TCU's going to do, you're running up the middle, are you still playing your vanilla – why are you not loading the box and saying, all right, TCU, throw the mm-hmm. ball? Press coverage, we're bringing the house with three minutes and 20 seconds. Press coverage, we're bringing the house. If you get biased, so be it. But if we stop you, I'm calling my first time out with three minutes, it, the whole game's different. It's crazy. It's crazy. Well, how about in the in the first half when Michigan was calling stupid double reverses and having yes. the I mean, the line, the tight end throw to McCarthy in the end zone? He doesn't even throw the ball. If you throw right. the ball there into the end zone, it's incomplete. TCU gets the ball on the one, but he gets sacked and they get the ball on the fifteen. Right. I mean, some of the play calling in the first half by Michigan was awful. Obviously, in the second half. They were much more effective in the running game. If you would have told me McCarthy was going to have 395 total yards before the game started, I'd say Michigan wins by three touchdowns. But, but the two critical you, pick sixes oh, was the difference in the game. Game changer. Game changer. Not only – well, whoa, whoa, two, two critical pick sixes. You're on the one-foot one line and you get no points. And you, you, have there, first, right? and you have first and goal and you get three points or no points. And so, and then two pick sixes. So when you're Michigan, you're going to look back and say, I I can't comprehend how we lost that game. I guarantee you for for the the entire season, if Michigan gets the ball first and goal from the half yard line, they scored 100% of the time. Well, let me ask you a question. And they fumbled there. The kid that fumbled, Mm -hmm. what was it? Do you know what his name was again? Oh, that was the... um, I think it was the uh, the full, right. not the fullback, but their backup running back. Was it? It might have been the Mullins uh-huh. kid, right? Mullins. So I think it was Mullins. Yeah. He, to the point where you just had to figure out because you can't remember who it was either. Do you, you see what my point is? Why is he in the game? Back up this, back up that. If you're going to do that from the one foot line, why doesn't McCarthy just sneak that? Why don't you just sneak yeah, that rather than hand it to a backup? I don't get it. I I, I, I always. I don't get it. I would always sneak from there. I don't care how big or small the quarterback always, is. I don't always. I don't get it. I don't get it. But um, but McCarthy, that was just that was a bad handoff. I'm not going to put that on Mullins because McCarthy didn't have that ball. No, secure. I get it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm saying, I'm saying when you're on the one foot line, and we see this all the time with teams, we see, we see this is even more baffling when they're on the one foot line or one yard line and you see the guy in shotgun with the running back six yards behind. Why would you, why do you ever fucking do that? How do you not have every team in the country from pop Warner to high school to college to pro should have a package that says when we're in the one or two yard line, we, we are bringing in a play that works. It's not that hard. You pick one side, you double team with the guard, and the center, mm-hmm. you double team the one guy, and that's where the quarterback goes. It's not rocket science. 
You it's you not. could get it a hundred percent of the time, and yeah. and I and I just don't see teams do it. I don't get it, and I don't get why these coordinators are paid you know million and a half, two million bucks. You know, right. especially I, mean, I could use that money. I could use and it, and I would have snuck McCarthy, and, and we would have won the yeah. game. If he doesn't get it, okay, sneak him again. Exactly. You've got the, you got the best offensive line in the country, the biggest offensive line in the country. They're going to be able to score on that play. Do you know what I'm talking about? The pros don't. Do you know what I'm talking about? When the center and the guard, if they just Mm -hmm. double team the one guy, that's the side he goes. He he taps. He just does a quick tap, you know, real subtle on that side. You can't stop it, really. You can't stop it. It's just crazy. I will say this. McCarthy, McCarthy's two picks obviously was, you know, if you look at the overall score, that was the reason they lost. But Michigan's defense, especially against the run, oh. they were bad, man. Oh, they were the Demarcado kid was doing whatever he wanted to do, and whatever. Michigan's defense, for the most part, against the run, was really good this year. They couldn't stop TCU. They couldn't stop. Them. Well, here's the here's crazy thing. Here's the crazy thing. You looked up and you're like, now if you and I, if you had said to me, look, Michigan's going to give up 51 points, you you and I would have said, well, Dugan had to go absolute monkey in that game and just completely have the game of his life. Right before, as the game's going on and he's going in motion, the Johnson kid, right before that, mm-hmm. they show the stat. Dugan's nine for 24, nine for 24. And then he hits the Johnson kid. And where was everyone else? They, like The guy jumped and there's no one in the... I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I know. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I thought Michigan's defense was atrocious, really, for most of that game. And, yes. um, and yeah, Duggan, you know, he, his numbers weren't great. He had the two two picks. But he had two rushing touchdowns, and he made that critical throw to Johnston. I don't know where the rest of the secondary was. They were lunching. I don't know. I don't know where they were. But that's what I'm saying. They, Michigan's defense was not prepared well enough for that game. McCarthy made some critical mistakes. And then you get the ball back down six and you just go out with a whimper with the bad snap and you fumble it and they just throw it. They're trying to throw it down the field. I mean, it was just a bad look for, for Michigan. Well, I didn't I really understand at the win. end. I mean, I, I, was didn't, com- I didn't understand. I was completely wrong end. on that game. Well, with three timeouts, yeah. you have to call your defensive. First of all, you have to call the whole team together. I always say this in these moments. These are the moments that define your life for the rest of your life because you can't win the national championship without winning that game. You call the whole team over and you say, guys, all this vanilla shit. No, we're bringing the house and we're playing man to man. Each man is going to have a man. So if your man's the tight end, I don't care what happens. You've got the tight end. Everyone else you're going, you got that receiver. You got that receiver. You got the back. We're bringing everyone else period. And we're going to force them to beat us. They played back like a normal defense and they ran up the middle for five yards. And then you look and he doesn't call. He called his first time out with one minute and three seconds. He gave himself, he gave his team with McCarthy, no shot. If you stop them on that first down and hold them to a yard, cause you're bringing the house. Now you make TCU think, and there's mm-hmm. two minutes. No, there's three minutes and 10 seconds. And you call your first time out. Now you got a shot here. It's crazy. It was crazy. Yeah. A lot of coaches just wait until that final minute to start calling your timeouts, and sometimes it comes back to kill you. But the amazing thing is TCU, before the season started, their preseason Big 12 prediction was seventh. So they were predicted to finish seventh in the Big 12. They win Well, they didn't win the Big 12 championship because K-State beat them, but now they're in for a national championship with one loss. Unbelievable job Sonny Dykes did, really did. And just the coaching team, up I Duggan. Mean- and the team themselves. Yeah. I mean, Johnson's a first-round receiver. Oh, he's, he's so good. Freak. He's a freak. 
Um, the yep. running game. You know what I was most surprised at, and I and I really saw it yesterday, and I was like, damn, I guess we all should have thought of this. TCU was just much – they were just a lot faster than Michigan. They just were on both sides of the ball. The the defenders I, I making plays and, and, and the line. I mean, kudos. The most underrated point, and then we'll go to Ohio State before we get to the NFL. The most was, was the play of the defensive line of TCU, who everyone thought was going to get shit on. They played unbelievably. Yeah, unbelievable. I agree. Um, but again, Max Duggan just played for the most part for the year. It was just awesome. Seems like a really good kid. Iowa kid, just small town Iowa kid. Um, you know, he was competing with the redshirt freshman, the Chandler Morris kid, uh, for the starting role. And Morris ultimately won the job in camp, remember? And he started that first week. And um, Duggan was forced back into action because Morris got hurt with the knee. So uh, it was kind of like, kind of, it was fate for Duggan because there was a chance he wasn't even going to be the starter. And uh, he ends up, you know, Morris is out with the knee injury and, and uh, Duggan takes over and they, <laughs> they just roll on and now they're playing for a national championship. All right. So again, the second game was incredible. Just like the first game, just think about the, the no, no defense. In either game, defense was optional. You had 96 points scored in the first game and 83 points scored in the Ohio State-Georgia game. And like we said, you couldn't believe your luck and the turn of events if you're an Ohio State fan. Um, You know, up 38-24. And it really started, the, the momentum shift really started after Harrison was hit in the end zone. I don't know if you thought that was targeting. It looked like it was, but they reviewed it, and I said it wasn't. So they didn't get the automatic first down there, and they probably would have scored. Um, so they ended up kicking a field goal there. But he was out for the rest of the game, and that was a huge impact because Harrison was killing them. Yeah, it was huge. And and, and, and you look at the, that play, and then obviously the Bowers review because they had just assumed they went, they went to commercial break, and they just said, all right, they're, they're, they didn't get it. I mean, what a, think about the difference. Yeah, Ryan Day, Ryan Day was dapping up all his players, saying, all right, right. we got the ball you, back. Yeah. You go from them getting the ball to Georgia scoring. I mean, you can't. So, But it is what it is. It's a game of inches, but at the end, like I said, I thought the last – even after all the bad breaks, the shenanigans, no defense, at the end of the game, you have first and 10 on the 30-yard line with two timeouts. And I thought, once again, Ryan Day and his and his clock management and his play calling at the end of the game absolutely sucked. With the athletes you have on Ohio State, Georgia was bringing the house The middle was you have got to get on two back-to-back plays. I don't care if it's two, three-yard gains. It's a game-changer for that kicker. He shit his pants. You could tell he was shitting his pants. And you made him kick out of his comfort zone. And I was just shocked at the clock management by Ohio State, knowing Georgia was coming in the play calling. It it just – and Ryan Day did a fine job. I mean, Stroud played unbelievable. Some of the throws he made were ridiculous. You can't can't play him. He can't play – he can't – play any better you have to win that game if you're Ohio State Georgia certainly didn't play their best game at all in fact the the announcers were like is Bowers playing do you remember Bowers you didn't hear his name until the fourth quarter was like five minutes couldn't get the ball to him well I think well I think Ohio State did a really good job keeping Bennett in the pocket and making the the throwing angles tough to see because they were looking for Bowers but they just couldn't find him 
Couldn't find and him. Till finally the end. in the second, yeah, finally in the fourth quarter, they got the ball to him. But think about this though. You're talking about that last drive where they get down to the 31, they lose a yard. And I totally agree with you. That kicker, you could tell in his eyes, he had no shot at making that. He was shitting his pants, right? But the, the drive before that, they have first and 10 at the Georgia 23 with four minutes left. Okay. Four minutes left, up three. And they run for five yards. All right. So now Georgia doesn't take a timeout. So now it's second and five with three and a half minutes left. Why aren't you running again? Right. Stroud backs up to pass. He drops back. He gets sacked. Loss of 12. Loss of 12 yards. Third and 17. Okay. I can see you're going to have to throw it again. Incomplete. Clock stops. Kick the field goal. You're up. What? You're up six at that point. Right. But um, I thought that drive before that, you got to keep running. Make Maybe make Georgia burn a timeout or two there. And maybe you'll get lucky. They were running the ball pretty well. I just didn't understand the play calling on the second to last drive. No, you got you you got to have Georgia. You got to put more pressure on Bennett so that he didn't have that time that he had. Because even the announcers were like, "God, Georgia's actually scoring too fast," which they did. They had mm-hmm. so much time because of the play calling by High State. Imagine if they only have fifty seconds left and no timeouts or whatever, because they had to use they had to burn their timeouts. So. Again, and I know it might be nitpicking. I think Ohio State, I, I don't know that Stroud can play any better as a quarterback than what he did on he both was sides. Awesome. He, he was awesome. awesome. Yeah. And and I think that I just don't think Ryan Day is a big game coach. And 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 I'm not saying that like, gosh, what are you saying? I mean, it's clearly he he in the big games, he doesn't win. So well, the, the odds of losing that game when you're up 41 35 with a couple minutes left. I mean, it's you got a great chance of winning. This is, one of, this, is one of, this is one of those losses that you're going to look back on if right. you're Ryan Day forever. and go forever. It's going to haunt you. That right. game will haunt you forever. How about exactly. 38, tw- minute, 38 24, and you've got the ball a couple of times and you don't yeah. do When you have Georgia, here's a memo to TCU in case they somehow got a lead on Georgia. When you have Georgia, Georgia is now, it's official. Even if they don't win, but but they're going to win, it's official. Georgia is the new Bama. Bama's done. Bama's bye-bye. Bama, bye-bye, Bama. Are they going to be good? Yeah. Are they going to, is the media always going to rank them in the top, whatever? Yep. Are they going to win more national championships? I don't think so. I think Bama is fucking done. I think Nick Saban's old. It happens, man. It happens. It does. He's a little Kirby Smart's got that energy. I think Georgia's the new Bama. But here's yeah. my point: when you get the lead on a team like Georgia, you have to take your foot and stick it on their throat and end it. And they didn't do it. They mm-hmm. let Georgia hang. Like, remember there they had the ball, and you said, "Jesus, if they score again and go up th- forty-five to twenty, this 45, game, 24. Oh, this game is over." Couldn't right. do it. Couldn't do it. Correct. Well, like I said, that Marvin Harrison play was huge. The momentum completely oh, yeah. shifted because I don't think it was targeting. I'm sorry, I didn't. Yeah, I mean, they showed that replay about twelve times, and I agree. He he kind of hit him right in the shoulder, right, just just under the helmet. I so mean, I it's that, unfortunate because I don't. Well, I thought think that the overall call was fine, but Ohio State's thinking, okay, we're gonna go in. We got first and goal. We're gonna score. We're gonna go up by three touchdowns. Now the problem was Harrison was out for the rest of the game. And, you know, 
crowd was getting the ball to everybody, but Harrison was killing them. Oh, and, yeah, they uh, don't lose. If, if Harrison in stays half. in, they don't lose that game. If Harrison stays in, I don't think so. I just think he gives them another option. I don't that, think so. They either. couldn't guard him. Yeah. But didn't didn't you think I don't know how you felt when um the Ruggles kid lined up for that game winning field goal, I but mean, I didn't think he had a shot. I mean it's I mean it's hard. not like he missed it, but it's not like he missed it by a, you know five feet. I mean he shanked it. I think that there's you know I think it's and it was a fifty great. yarder. I mean fifty yarder for a college kicker. That's a, that's a that's a deep kick. To me personally, I think putting, I think putting, a national championship. I mean, I think it's the same in the NFL, but at least they're pros. But I think when you put your national championship hopes on a kick that, and that's why I was just telling you, I thought, and I put it on day when you had, you know, it'd be one thing if they were on the 30 and they had no timeouts Mm -hmm. or even one, they had two timeouts and their play calling was let's run it up the middle. And at the end in the press conference, he's like, well, you know, if he breaks it, no, how about you just design on a rollout? Cause you know, they were coming a guy to just do, you just trying to get two or three, three to four yard completions. And maybe you get lucky and you get more, but you, you if that Ruggles kick is 40 yards, 41 yards, mm-hmm. maybe he's not shitting his pants. Cause you could see when he lined up, like you said, and it's like, he hit it off the toe. Like it wasn't yeah. even any, when, when he kicked it, it left his foot. You weren't like, Oh, the drama. You were just like, Oh, okay. They're done. He shanked it. No, he shanked it. Yeah. Shank he was feeling him. it. He was feeling the pressure. Poopy I feel pan. bad. I feel bad for that kid. I mean, can you imagine how Me he too. felt on the on the flight back to Columbus? Oh man. Well, yeah, but I but, but don't he, put it know. in. Hey, don't put it in his hands. How about you figure out, like you said, the possession. Or get a shorter before. kick. Yeah, get a shorter. Get a shorter kick. kick. But you said it best. The possession before that, instead of getting sacked and ruining it, and that that. How about you bleed some more clock and maybe you punch it in. And maybe you end the game, mm-hmm. and now you're going to the championship. Don't put it on. Roll. Or how about Jim Knowles, who you paid a bunch of money to, comes in from Oklahoma State? How about devise some scheme where you're not going to allow a 76 yard touchdown on one play to make it a three point game, and then when you're up six, you let them go right down the field, and Bennett hits, you know, that throw to Jackson across the middle was unbelievable. We, we got to give Stetson Bennett some props. Well, dude, but he's great. This, we, we've this been talking. This is the reason that Jim Knowles came in. They brought Jim Knowles in to for stop, three games, like, like you for said, to games. stop Ohio State or st- to stop Michigan and to win the national championship. And three games. They brought him. Yeah. They brought him in for three games this year, and he's Owen. Now he would be to this morning if you're him and I'm the coach. I'm like, listen, I appreciate how great you are but I need you to know that we're going to pay you, but I need you to, to scurry on out of the building now. Go on, get, and you're fired. And I want you to leave and, the state. And we're going to bring Jim Leonard in. Yeah, exactly. We're going to bring we're going to bring a different defensive coordinator and someone who's not. Now I want you to scurry out of the building. Though, and I want you to leave Ohio if you can quickly, because you are poop. We brought you in for three games. And in the two games, we're 0-2 and we gave up almost one Hundred points. We almost gave up a hundred points with your. So you're fired. Sorry. So Stroud, Stroud, and Bennett combined were forty six for sixty eight. For right. trying well, to do Bennett the had four hundred yards, seven hundred and forty six yards, and seven touchdowns. You know what the problem is with Bennett? You know why we don't give Bennett the problem? Bennett just, a pro? Is he a pro? Is he a third Bennett. stringer in the league? Uh, yeah, he's he's like a Greg McElroy type kind of one of those guys. I mean, he's better than McElroy, but he's better than McElroy. Yeah. yeah better but, than McElroy. but 
you know why we one of the reasons I think he's a Heineke. I think he's a Taylor Heineke. Could be. But I think he, but I think he's more dude, I think he's, he's a, a um, more efficient player. He is tall. But he's he, he's small, dude. He's He'll tall. get absolutely killed in the pros like physically. But either way, the point is one of the reasons we don't look at him is when you look at like when you looked at your boy from Penn State, you know, um yeah. Mick Sorley. Yeah. He's got the headband on. He's got the eye, but he looks like a baller, right? He looks like he's, you know, especially in college, he was just, when you look at Bennett, he looks like the next door neighbor's kid that's playing the flute, right? In the band. And you're like, and and we still keep saying that about him. All he does, he put up 400 yards passing and all he does is make plays. And I don't know if he's going to be great in the pros. But I, I'll be, I think he'll make a team. Um, he's much more active. He's a backup. I think he's a backup. He's got a way stronger yeah. arm than we give him credit for, so that's where we're at. Let's go to the NFL. And he just made he just made plays in the second half of that game. Oh. And that's what. And, and real Huge. quick, before we go to the NFL, the opening line for the national championship is thirteen and a half. Georgia oh. lays thirteen and a half. It's um, lunacy. And you look at it and you go, "Holy shit, man! That's a lot of points to give TCU." But I just think Georgia's going to wreck them. Because <laughs> that's Georgia's- what we said, though. What did we say about I Michigan? Well, I just think Michigan's going to wreck them. Okay, but I just don't think that you're not you're not, if you're TC, you're not going to be able to run the ball on Georgia like they did on Michigan. And Bennett is just so much better than McCarthy. He's not going to make those critical mistakes. And I just think he's going to make plays. Um, so look, Doug, if Duggan plays like he did last night against Georgia in the national championship, and he's only nine for twenty-three in the fourth quarter with a couple picks, they're going to get smoked. I'm sorry. Here's the thing that sucks is when that line creeps, because the sharps are going to come in today that like that, because they're going to, they want that under two touches. When that thing creeps to 15 and a half, that's just a large number to put a real wager on. It really right. is. Cause, cause you got to be down 21 and it probably will happen. Cause the chances, look, it's just, it's just tip. It's just life itself. The chances of you seeing a third good game in the playoffs, like these are the greatest two of all time. And they're not, and it's not even close as far as a back to backer. And the chances of you seeing a third one. But like you said, if you, when you close your eyes, you just see a final score of Georgia 45 to, I don't know, 17, 45, 24. I think it's going to go over the six. I think it'll go over the 63 because I think TCU will force the tempo that way and might be turnovers and this and that. And I don't think, don't compare Bennett and McCarthy at all. If McCarthy right. threw for three something, Bennett might throw for 500 if he wants to. That's a fact. Well, and I also think that um, TCU just won't be able to stop Georgia. I mean, you saw how well, quick next, Georgia was, was Mitchell, when they Was it to. Mitchell, the Georgia's receiver that came back? Yeah. Mitchell, he was hurting. Well, he's a superstar yeah. too, NFL receiver. So, Oh, yeah. They got NFL talent everywhere. There was so much NFL talent on that field last night. It was sick. It's crazy. All right. Uh, um, a lot of games in the NFL that just have playoff implications. We've been talking about it all week. Um, and we can kind of go through some of the scenarios, but – What's the one game on the schedule that really intrigues you? Well, there's not one. There's three or four, and we we can move on. Obviously, the Commanders, right? Mm-hmm. The Commanders and the Giants game in the East, right? Because I think for Green Bay to get in, they have to either have the Commanders lose or they have to have the Giants lose one. Now, the Giants probably won't yes. lose today, but the Giants next week could lose. Who knows? Well, the Giants, yeah, the Giants beat beat the Colts today. They're in. So that's that's how they clinch. Oh, okay. So if the Giants beat the Colts today, they are in. Giants oh, I thought I thought I thought the scenario I saw was if the Giants lose one of their next two, 
Green Bay can sneak in. Is that not the case? Oh, that might be true, but I'm telling you that to win today, the Giants are in. Okay, well, you know then that can't be. Then, that can't, then, then Green Bay so, really doesn't have a great path because the Redskins need to win both games. No, no. The, correct. Then the Giants would have to lose one. So maybe if the Giants win today and lose next week, they play the Eagles next week, right? Right. Um, maybe, and if the Commanders lose both to end the year and then the Packers win both, maybe that's the way they get in. I'd have to go back and look at the math. But I do know this. If the Giants win today, the Giants are in the playoffs. Oh, well, they're going to win today. So then the I, Giants, think, yeah. I think the Commanders are going to win. I think Green Bay is going to beat Minnesota. I think the Detroit-Chicago is going over 52 because it's a fantastic play. It's my NFL total of the year, of the week. The Which month, game are you talking about? Of the year because it's a new year. So uh, Detroit-Chicago. Um, other than that, I mean, I think it's a huge, obviously the jets have an enormous game at Seattle. Seattle's kind of gone to the, where they, it's hard to even think about them anymore. I mean, the biggest games though are obviously, and then to me, if you want to talk about a game where you'd be like, what if the teams are not great, but that Carolina Tampa game massive. I mean, it's, Oh yeah. It, if, if Tampa wins, they win the NFC South. So Carolina's out. It, it's funny because the last three weeks you keep hearing about, well, when Dallas goes to Tampa for the play, like people are just assuming Tampa's in the playoffs. Uh, if Carolina wins today, Tampa, mm-hmm. Tampa is poop loop. They're out They're They're watching. And Tom Brady really needs to retire. Oh, yeah. But I, I don't think they're going to lose today. I just, I know Carolina ran all over uh, Detroit last week, but I just, I think Tampa comes back and wins this week and clinches this NFC South. And like you said, Washington's game against um, Cleveland is big. Washington can clinch if Washington wins today, but Seattle and Detroit and Green Bay all have to lose. Well, I guess it's possible, but I don't see Detroit losing. But um, So Washington does have a clinching scenario today if they win and those other three teams lose. Philadelphia, by the way, can clinch the NFC East with a win. I think that they will win, even with Minshew. Um, so that will make their week 18 game meaningless. Um, and then Miami, now they're going to have Bridgewater. I don't know how you feel about this, but they're going to be playing. The weather won't be a factor anywhere. It's warm up and down the East Coast. It's warm everywhere. Uh, but Miami can clinch a playoff berth if they win and the Jets lose. So um, there, there's some interesting matchups today, man. There really are. I don't know if it's going to top last night, but there are some interesting games. And what about Jacksonville? You like Jacksonville today? I do. I think Jacksonville is going to get in the playoffs. I think they're going to win this week, and then I think they're going to beat Tennessee, and that's what I think is going to happen. I mean, if Jacksonville – and again, we just saw it last week, so it's hard to get too excited about it. We just saw it last week with Detroit. You're like, Detroit, they're definitely going to beat Carolina. Carolina absolutely waxed their ass. So this is that game where if you're Jacksonville and you somehow lose, you can't believe your life, and and it just makes no sense. So – um, all right, real quick. Um, the games that I kind of like today, I do like Washington. Um, I'll just lay the one there. I do like Tampa on the uh, money line. So I'm going to parlay Tampa on the money line with Philadelphia, Philadelphia on the money line is 240 and Tampa's 190. I'm going to money line parlay those two. Uh, I just think that the Eagles will win the division today against the saints. Um, and you know what? I, I, I'm digging your over the total of 52 and a half in Chicago, Detroit. I think they're 
Detroit, when they're at home, they just score a boatload of points, and Chicago's defense isn't very good. So I think they're going to be in the high 20s to, to, to low 30s. And Chicago will score a little bit too, so I'll go over the fifty-two and a half there as well. So I, I think got, it's oh. it's my play of the day, period. And 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 period. Detroit has scored twenty or more points in seven straight, thirty or more in four of those seven. At home, they put up in the thirties. Uh, mm-hmm. Chicago can score, and that's not going to be a surprise if that final score is thirty-one or thirty-four to, to twenty-one, thirty-four to twenty-three, thirty-four twenty-seven. That's just not. Both teams are done. Fields can run. Detroit, you know, coming off last, it's going to be hard for them to get motivated. And Chicago's defense is as worthless as it gets. Can't be any more worthless. I'm going to throw in another money line parlay. There's no way Kansas City's losing to Denver. Going to hammer uh, Denver. Hammer. And I I will parlay them on the money line with the Giants. Giants are laying six, but I don't think I'm going to lay six uh, to the Colts. I don't. They should win. They should cover. But I'm going to money line parlay the Giants and the Chiefs together. So two money line parlays, the total for me in that Chicago game, and then I like Washington just to win. Perfect. I got to go deal with some work. I got to get crickets for my bearded dragon. I got to take a sign out of a yard from someone who fired me. And other than that, life is starting off pretty fucking good in the new year. Pretty fucking good. Why did Why did they fire you? F- you're fired. Hello? Not- you're, you're fired. No, they didn't fire oh, me. Why? I- they no, they wanted to be. No, I'm joking. I do have to take oh. the sign out. Well, I just made an executive decision because <clears throat> their house isn't selling. So you're and, pulling it off the market. Yeah, I mean they want to rent it. I can't blame them, dude. No one looks at it. They've got it over. I asked them. I told them what they need to drop it to to sell it, which is mm-hmm. a lot, and they don't want to do it, and that's fine. So I don't really care. I've I uh, could care less actually, but they're good. They're nice. We we get along great. I just go rent you couldn't. It. You actually couldn't care less. That's the problem. Great. I couldn't. You couldn't right. care less, you the correct way less. to say it is I, I couldn't care less. Yes. Good job. Right. All right. So um, And I had fun last um, night with my right, wife. So everyone knows on New Year's Eve, I did wonderful things right about 930 or two. Just, she had long socks. I mean, if she had long socks on and she was completely naked. And for some reason, being a sicko, I absolutely love it. And I did just awful wonderful things and that's how my new year started yeah you and i are uh, wired completely different all right well i'm off to the bahamas i'll be playing blackjack in the casino for the next five days so wish me luck oh, that's oh, right. when, do you, when do you when do you leave i leave tomorrow richie rich how excited tomorrow. are you uh hey you're not flying southwest are you no american okay. all right because you'll never get there if why what's going on with oh southwest canceling all their flights well, just, just people, people are, it's just been a fiasco, but uh-huh. well, yeah, you'll have fun. Good luck. Um, I don't know if we're doing any shows. I don't really know what's going to happen. I don't even know if you and I are doing any shows when you get back because no one talks and communicates and that's. Oh, by happen. the way, we've, we now have officially done this podcast for seven months. Well, good. Well, it's just about, well, who knows if we'll make it to the eight. So seven I expect months. a big, uh-huh. I expect a big bonus sooner. I'm fucking out. Hey. I will be back next Saturday, so we can do a show next Sunday morning and preview. Yeah, we'll, we'll, do um, one, we'll do one next Sunday. You'll you'll recover Saturday. We'll do one next. I do have one guy. Yeah. I asked him to send me his information, but he never did, so he might be finished too. Um, to do this because I was going to maybe do a show next. I mean, I'm not doing four shows. Um, and maybe I'll do one with DB like Thursday. Who knows? But I'm not doing Monday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. So I'll just yeah. plan with you next Sunday, and we'll go from there. Yeah, we'll do. Yeah, we'll do next Sunday and preview week eighteen. We'll know 
you know, most of the playoff matchups. And then um, who knows? We'll see what happens. All right. Have a great uh, January Goodbye. 1st, my friend. Goodbye. Skippy dippy doo. Hit the skippy dippy. See ya. Hey, goodbye. What's up? It's Skippy. You've been listening to BetQL picking fatties. If you like what you hear from Bish and myself, make sure you subscribe. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast. Leave a rating. And you want to keep coming back every day because we have new episodes being released seven days a week. And we're giving out 